Welcome to From Sin to Zen. We realize this podcast may not be for everyone. However, we believe there are no accidents, and we were meant to connect today. Let's consider a serious question. If the restrictions caused by the laws of religious dogma would have been able to bring the whole world together, why are so many leaving organized religion in search of a new spirituality? From Sin to Zen offers you an opportunity to contemplate what is true, which you will decide for yourself during our journey to spiritual self-empowerment. If you are in the process of re-examining old beliefs that no longer serve you and realize there has to be a more excellent way, then this podcast is for you. We invite you to join us as we take another look at some of the most important tenets of fundamental Judeo-Christian dogma that may be holding you back from fully expressing all you were created to be. This will take us from fear-based dogmas to a love-based experience, or from sin to zen. From Sin to Zen is sponsored by Soma Energetics Vibrational Tools and Training. Raise your vibration at www.somaenergetics.com. And Heartlight Spiritual Center, a spirit-led, heart-centered, Christ-conscious, loving community. Raise your consciousness at www.heartlightcharlotte.org. Your spiritual guide for Sin to Zen, David Hulse. Throughout his years of spiritual searching, David has challenged many traditional doctrines, theologies, and dogmas. He has inspired numerous individuals toward a journey of self-discovery by sharing his own experiences. As David has traveled through various beliefs about God, he now sees himself as a bridge between the old and the new. His stirring presentations of intuitive wisdom will inspire and challenge you to move from believing in God to the experiential realm of knowing God and manifesting the spiritual aspects of love, peace, and joy in your life. It is my pleasure to introduce David Hulse for an enlightened journey from sin to zen. Hello, welcome to today's podcast, From Sin to Zen. And what we mean by the title of this podcast is that many of us on the planet are in a inner transition experience of transitioning from the old order of the way of looking at the world, ourselves, and each other, and that we are on a journey toward becoming a more spiritually mature people. And many of us have experienced kind of shedding the old religious garment and coming into this place of such spirituality. In other words, when I kind of left, uh, left a lot of the old doctrines of religion that I've been taught in my childhood, 
I didn't want to leave the idea of something bigger than myself. You know, I, I wanted to uh, be connected. Call it God, the universe, creator, or whatever you choose to call it. I didn't want to let go of that. So I continued to find it in a more spiritual and less religious way. And maybe you're going through that same place. So I hope the podcast today will help you to strengthen you and empower you to make this journey into this uncharted place within ourselves of our own spirituality. I was raised in a religion that believed that we did not have the spirit that were born human beings. Therefore, as bodies and humans, we were born in some kind of a sin consciousness due to the fall of Adam. I believed that for a lot of years, tried to minister it for a lot of years and teach it, but it never felt aligned to me inside my heart and within my spirit. And when I heard one of the great quotes that has changed millions of people in the world that tells us that we are not just human beings trying to attain to a spiritual experience, but we are spirit beings incarnating into the human story. So the question is, how can we have a better and more successful human experience as spiritual beings? And I think that's important because we don't want to buy into the idea that we're trying to attain our spirituality through some kind of moral code or through a reward or punishment system that has been presented to many of us through our religious teachings. But we truly need to come back to that place in ourselves that we first are the spirit. We are the expression of a creator who is spirit. The Bible says that God is a spirit. And those that really connect to God connect in spirit and in truth. So today we're going to recognize that we are spiritual beings and that we are one with the spiritual creator that created us. But the rest of the story is in the story of our incarnation. Incarnation. So I coined a new word for myself because as I moved away from this black and white, this and that third dimension world uh, idea of separation, I began to realize that there was a place in my belief system for both creation and evolution. Now, creation is something that is the isness of ourself. I like to call it the isness of ourself. When we say things like I am, and we put I am, and then we give it a label, oftentimes we give it a label that it does not fit the I am, but we give it a different label. I'll give you an example. If I said, I am the loving expression of a loving creator, I am love. Now that goes together because love and the I am become one thing. But if I say I am angry or I am anxious or I am something that is not a part of the spiritual quality of myself, then I put a label on the I am and misdirected the power of my I am or being into a different direction. And this is kind of what we've done and we're living on a world in which for these thousands of years that we have redirected 
the spiritual attributes and qualities of creator into a different direction, or I like to call it, we've changed the course of how humanity was to really go. Now, when the creator created us, it created us, it says, uh, in its likeness and in its image. Now, that can mean a lot of things, but what it really means is the fact that whatever creator is that which it created, it, it is the same also. It is like when you have children, your children are a lot of you. You pass yourself down into your children. Oftentimes, they even look like you, have features like you. Sometimes they think like you. They have attributes of their personality that is like you because you passed it on to your creation, so to speak. Well, creator has passed itself on into us. So we make statements like God is love. That's a big one. God is love. Not that God has love. God is love. Or we may say God is peace. Or we may say God is joy or God is oneness and unity and all these wonderful spiritual qualities that God is has been somehow suppressed in the collective consciousness because we've been taught a false self. We've been taught that we are other than what's been created and therefore we have allowed ourselves to be formed into the image of these different systems that are outside of ourselves. In other words, people do not come in with the innate belief of their religion that they're born into. You learn that. You go to Sunday school, you go to church, you sit and you listen to the, the, the powers to be, the minister, the priest, the rabbi, whoever, and they start forming in you uh, a, a way of thinking, a construct. They start telling you who you are. And who you truly are then is suppressed deeper and deeper and deeper. Now, you can't get rid of it. And you can't, you can't uh, destroy it, but you can suppress it into the lower aspects of your mind. And when we do that, then it ends up in the unconscious part of our mind. And the unconscious part of our mind then is replaced by a bunch of recordings that we get outside of ourselves that we put in the subconscious part of our mind. So what I'm saying to you, everything is truly intact. It's just that we've not used our power in the way in which to manifest the higher parts of ourselves. Some call it the higher angels of ourselves. And that's what we want to do through this podcast is kind of explore this, this time of how do we want to use our power to set the course of our individual life, but as well as our collective life. The way the planet is going today, it, it looks and appears to be absolutely insane. I'm going to use that word, and I'm using it because of the famous quote of Albert Einstein that says, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. It is definitely time for us to tap in to a new order of how that we can change the course in which we are on. One of the courses that we can do, and, and, and before I say that, let me say this to you. When we are equal to that which created us, that which created us has divine and free will to create us. Therefore, that free will has been passed on to us, and we have free will. And the creator has to honor that part of itself in us that is our free will. So this is where we have uh, 
kind of gotten off the course a little bit is we have used our free will to attach ourselves to systems outside of ourselves and give them the power. See, I don't think I'm a victim of, say, my childhood religion, which was very fundamentalist, very literal, only the Bible, only the King James English version is the inerrant word of God and all of that that I was taught. Um, once that was in my head, it was my responsibility of choosing whether I'm going to believe it or not. And I chose for a long time growing up to believe exactly the tribal religion that had been passed down to me through my ancestors for a long time. But as being a more self-reflective person, I just kept searching for answers within myself. And oftentimes when I really connected with inside, it just did not match the outside. So again, I used my free will to make a big choice that was going to set the whole trajectory of my life as well as the, uh, I guess, profession that I followed for 60 years in teaching and ministry and pastoring, all the things that I did. I had to make the choice. And the choice was this. Am I going to follow what I've been taught outside of myself so I have validation uh, within my family, within the culture and the society, the race, the gender, all of that formed certain perceptions in me that said is right. So therefore, some of the things I was coming up inside of myself and feeling did not match what I was told was right. And of course, you've got that part of the ego part of the mind, the carnal part of the mind, that tells you then you're not being right because what you were what you were taught was right does not appear to be right because it's out of a line with what you learned. So I made that decision. Am I going to follow what I've been taught outside or am I going to follow the feelings that were waking up in my soul, in my heart, in my inner being? And for some reason, I chose to follow that. And as I did, I started talking about it. I started talking aloud about it. And I would talk to somebody and they'd say, you know, that's kind of the way I think. I've been thinking about that. I kind of feel that way. And then somebody else would come along. And pretty soon I had built a ministry of people of like mind who were going through the same transition that I was going through. And you know, it's wonderful to find out you're not alone. And that's another purpose of this podcast is to let you know you are not alone. If you're questioning all the things you've ever learned about yourself and about the world and about God, even about Jesus or spiritual things, there's nothing wrong with it. That means that you are an initiate, that you're in a place in which you can begin to awaken out of the deep sleep of illusion. Yes, illusion. And the Bible, it says, and a deep sleep came upon Adam, Adam. The thing that I noticed, where did he wake up? It wasn't like a, a sleep for a few hours while the story is that God took out his rib and made Eve and all that story in the garden. And then he woke up. He did not wake up. The whole story of Adam for thousands of years is in the sleep stage or dream stage. So it wasn't real 
when it says things like God got mad at Adam and Eve and drove them out of the garden and uh, put a curse on the woman and she shall have pain and all these kind of things. This one is, was not what was really happening. It was in the dream of Adam. And what have we done? We built religions and philosophies and worldviews based upon the dream that the Eastern people call the illusion. Now, notice that all through the Bible, from beginning to end, there's a call to wake up. A wake up. I'll give you an example. In the Old Testament, it is the prophet Isaiah saying, Awake thou that sleepest, and shake yourself from the dust. Isn't that powerful? The word shake could mean what? Vibration? Hmm. Shaking is like a vibration. So there's a vibration coming into the earth right now that is trying to wake up those who are ready to be uh, awake. It's not going to make people be awake, but there are those, and maybe I'm talking to some of those, so to speak, that are, are you that are saying, I'm ready to wake up out of the illusions of man and truly know the depths of my truth. And when we do that, we're going to shift and change the entire world by changing the collective consciousness of the world. You see, everybody thinks they're going to change the world through politics, through religion, through so many different ways that are being presented to us out there. Now, am I against any of that? I have no judgment whatsoever about anyone's political experience or even their religious experience. What I'm saying to you, the answer must first be inside us. Did not the teacher, Yeshua Jesus, clearly tell us the kingdom of God is within you? That's where you have to start. Where is God's, the kingdom means God's dimension, God's space. It is where God lives in its most purest form inside of you, his kingdom. And therefore, when we know the kingdom of God, we begin the inner journey within ourselves. So today, I think what the emphasis on, on this podcast is your power, your power, your power. How much of your power have you given away to a religion? Now, I know a lot of people and deal with a lot of people that uh, have come out of different, uh, more organized, man-made type of religions that are more, say, fear-based, sin-conscious. And they think they're far from it because uh, they've been out for decades or years or whatever. But what I've found out that even though they've come out of it, it has not come out of them that it still lies in the very depths of the subconscious. In myself, who has been out of, out of this religion that I was raised in for decades and decades and decades, there's still times that certain things can trigger an old imprint or an old recording that I picked up from the first seven years of my life will shoot up into my mind and I will react according to that teaching. And I'm shocked sometimes that I would do that. Where did that come from? I don't believe that anymore because we have to do a deeper cleansing, a deeper work. And that is why we want to connect ourselves to the 
Holy Spirit, I call it, for a better word. The Holy Spirit is a part of the divine that is given to us that helps us to remember who we are and helps to inter, uh, give us inner teachings about things that we have forgotten that has been replaced by the doctrines and dogmas of men. So the world is a little insane right now. It looks that way, but you can't judge things by how it looks. And I want us to have a different perspective, even your life. If your life is in sort of a state of crises or chaos, maybe it's over a job, maybe it's over uh, concern of your finance, maybe you're going through a rough time with a uh, marriage or a relationship, or maybe there's family issues, um, or just life issues uh, in itself today. You don't have to go very far to find some kind of an issue to deal with in the world that we live today in this very divided world that we live today. And you know, the scripture is very clear to say a divided house cannot stand against itself. So how in the world do we think being as divided and polarized as we are in America and in most of the world today that we can in any way build anything that is going to make us into a better civilization of people? That's impossible. So there has to be those who are on their way out of sin and going toward zen, merely meaning a shift in perception. It means a shift in a dimension that is not based any longer on fear-based, but up on oneness and unity and love. And I'm not trying to say this in a way that it is woo-woo. I think it is very spiritual. I think it is even science today. If you go into the deep, uh, quantum world, you will see uh, the proof of a quantified, uh, a unified field, for instance. You know, I talked about that years ago, but I had no science behind it. And so many things that I spiritually spoke about in the 60s and the 70s, by the time I got into the 80s and, and we begin to have quantum healing and quantum teachings, I thought this is proving exactly what we were saying decades ago. So we're living in an interesting time in which we have much more going on uh, for ourselves. So if your life is in this state, what I want to share with you for the next few minutes that I have is chaos. Chaos. In the quantum world, chaos was so studied and so a part of the this new uh, physics that they actually gave it its own department or theory called the theory of chaos. Chaos merely means disorder, disorder. If something has an order and it become disordered, it would look like chaos. Well, there is no way that we can experience this shift that I'm talking about into the next level at what it means to be a totally spiritual human being shedding the old religious garments and all of the old teachings of 3D systems which are now in a state of chaos. This is really, from a spiritual point of view, a very spiritual thing. I did not say a good thing, nor will I say it as a bad thing but it is a spiritual thing, and that's a different thing. You don't always have to judge anything right or wrong, good or bad, but sometimes it's just spiritual. And 
what this tells me is something big is happening. Not going to happen. It is happening. And what is happening is the disorder of an old order that has held, a, held us in its confinements for decades and decades and decades is moving into a place of disorder. What they found out, and this is simple, this is not hard, what they found out that in disorder, underneath all disorder, was order. So the only reason something disordered itself because it was deeply ordered to do so. And just like that little caterpillar, <laughs> I love talking about the caterpillar, the metamorphosis. You know, uh, before I before I get on this for a minute or two, let me give you some some Bible to that. Uh, Thank God we shall not all sleep. Remember Adam's sleep, Adam's dream, illusion. It says not we all not will stay in that, but it says we, the we, is the first fruits, the light workers. Maybe you who are listening to this podcast right now, you could be a part of this that is stepping up and and. Uh, uh, waking up, starting your, your awakening experience uh, right now. But it says, we shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. Now, here's the word. Now, you know that the Bible is translated from other languages, New Testament from Greek. And the word there for change is metamorpho, metamorpho, or the word metamorphosis. So we can say we shall not all sleep, but some of us will be metamorphosed. Right. And um, so the, the, the little caterpillar has, and doesn't even know it. Sometimes we don't know what is deep within ourselves. We don't know our power. We don't know our potentials and possibilities. Uh, but if we spend time in meditation and contemplation and really going into the deeper aspects of ourself, there's such treasures that is in us to be awakened. And we can do that many ways. Uh, I like to do it through vibration. I have tuning forks. Uh, people use bowls. There's just different ways that you can use vibration to wake up parts of yourself and activate it. So uh, that's, a, that's an important thing. So the caterpillar doesn't know that it has a different set of instructions in it has a different blueprint than just always staying a caterpillar. And that's what I think I want you to know today is you're not stuck in who you think you are right now, but you have a different set of blueprint in you. Now the Bible calls this a new creation and we shall be a new creation in Christ in the mind of God, which is Christ's consciousness, there is a whole new blueprint for your DNA to read. I know that's heavy, but just feel that for just a moment. And now we have epigenetics and we know that there is more to our DNA than we thought. Oh, what a time in which so much is being opened up to us and the possibilities are phenomenal. So don't, don't feel stuck and don't feel that you're confined and in some kind of imprisonment of, of uh, third dimensional thinking. You're not. You're listening today because you can break through. So that little caterpillar goes through this whole thing. What does it do? It becomes disordered at the molecular level. All the molecules just go and become unstable. And what a mess that is. That poor old caterpillar, 
just becomes mush. It just becomes a heap of disordered molecules. But in that is something called imaginative cells. And you and I have these imaginative cells in which we can imagine ourselves to be exactly how we were created in the image and the likeness of a loving, powerful, and wonderful uh, creator today. And of course, all of that disorder becomes a new order not a new caterpillar, but becomes a butterfly. So today, look up for your redemption draweth nigh. From the deep places within yourself comes the awakening of a new blueprint. So I hope today this has encouraged you to move into the, the inner path of your awakening to who you are. I'd love to hear from you. Um, whether you agree or disagree with some of the things I'm saying, I'm more than glad to hear from you. And if you will look at the website, you will see the place. All you have to do is just click on message and you can send me a message and maybe there's a subject you'd like to talk about. But I would love to hear from you. And thank you so much for joining us today on today's podcast, From Sin to Zen.